keep talking. We've just restarted recording. We have no set fucking kickoff or anything like that. All right. Yeah. Just chill out and get comfy. Am I able to turn the light on? It's sure, sure. Dark yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, don't, I like sitting in the dark with my feelings. Can I get either of you guys a drink? Um, can I get a water? Absolutely. Hold on a second. It was getting darker and darker. It was starting to feel more. Oh, there's water. Yeah, I just need glass. Glass, yeah. So, go for it. Just chill. Just chill by the door. Just blow it out. You just take that mic. I'll take this mic over here. Actually, I'm gonna need a swap. This is an atrocious start to that episode, but who gives a fuck? It's an atrocious podcast. <laughs> um, Martin, what, what is the name of the podcast? A profession anal degenerates, and we o- Martin opens it calling us uh, "Welcome back to the most unlistenable podcast in the world." <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it really is, considering I think last episode, the last episode we released was Martin's roommate, uh, who shall remain nameless for the obscene shit he said. But he just talked about being a gay guy growing up in Kalgoorlie, and it was the <laughs> funniest shit you have ever heard. It's like yeah, you, right. you have never heard anyone speak so like, like he's just like there's so much seething anger whenever he brings up like school and like going to school with Aboriginals. Like <laughs> it is just below the surface and every single time. Talked about how like this Aboriginal attacked him in the shops and how he had to tackle the guy into the cheese. <laughs> and like, like it, th- this is like right below the surface. This is all in our latest episode. Yeah, and we just said we just said to him, it's like, yep, this is anonymous. We won't mention your name. And it's like, this guy isn't going to reflect badly on you. And we were just like, we are not responsible for the words or that anyone else says on this podcast. So <laughs> we were just, like, just go for it and have fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we got to the end of that episode, and Martin and I were like. That was very funny for us, but everyone else was going to hate us for this. We were just like, you want to keep doing it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much uh, Martin and I's philosophy on it. Just talk shit and keep going until you run out of words. <laughs> Jamal, myself, and a mate had a podcast on DNR1 radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I never understood that. It yeah. was the... Not your podcast. Nah. The, the digital, <laughs> we didn't understand our podcast. Yeah. It was the... the we just spoke to these like local rappers and they were all just like zonked and it was just <laughs> the, the best thing and like one and like, I it was just more of like a, a show for me to come and watch these guys and like see how long I could go without laughing sort of thing. Yep. And um I rocked up so baked one time and this guy's telling us like we were speaking about octopus, octopi or octopuses, whatever the plural is. Octopuses. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, octopuses. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, we were talking about them, and then I zoned out trying to remember this um, this octopus fact, and then he's gone into this story because like we were talking about tattoo or something, and um, saying how he went up on top of this hill, he was going to commit suicide, and he saw this mirror, like this mirror, he like saw his reflection, he was, he was going to like cut himself, like deep as fuck story, and how he like found himself, started writing lyrics and all that, yeah. and I'm zoned the fuck out this whole time, still thinking of my octopus facts, stoned as a motherfucker, and we are live, and, <laughs> and I've just been like, and there's like an awkward silence. And oh yeah, so like octopuses have like 
eight tentacles <laughs> and one of them's a dick and they rip the dick off and gift it yeah, to the yeah, female and like out of context that everyone's just like Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamal was like, so you came here to spit some bars. <laughs> he did this freestyle when, like, the next week, Russell, he came up to us and he's like, boys, we we need to have a chat. <laughs> oh, like, the dude who uh, runs the... And I'm thinking, like, oh, no, like, uh, is it the octopus thing? Is that what... No, <laughs> the guy wrapped off beat. We can't post it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I lo- he kept coming up to us as well. I like, would we love what you're doing, man. Well, oh, that dude's loose as fuck. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like the, the the third guy we had on the podcast ended up in a psych ward and we didn't want to tell them. And we're like, yeah, he's just not feeling well this week. Have you ever been to it? Like, not, I'm not saying you've been on the inside. I've never been on the inside, but I've had to visit someone in a psych ward. And the way you go to visit them is, is it's like you have to... The way I did it was I had to go through a fucking... Uh, like a common area where like they're all kind of let out of their rooms to like under supervision and kind of left to mingle and do their own thing. And then you go into a separate room to visit the person that you're visiting. Holy fuck. It is so weird. You realise why they fucking... Like you realise you know we need psych wards. Yeah. yeah. I've... Like, Jamal and I broke someone out of one. What? Yeah, twice. And he, like, he started a cult. It was crazy. Holy, tell us about this guy. Yeah, he, um, his name's now Enoch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he reckons his favorite part of getting people into the cult was pretending that his car had broken down. And when people would stop to help him, he's like, these are good people. They'll listen to me. Oh, <laughs> ah, that's a really great filter, I guess. Yeah, uh. his whole like philosophy on the cult was wild mm. that he started. He um, yeah, he's like you, you go split yourself into three different people. There's like the past, the present, and the future. He's like the past me. It's called Cameron. He's a bad guy. I don't listen to him. Current <laughs> me. It's called Enoch. Future me, the Metatron. And this is all true. He's I like, will eventually become. This is all true. Yeah, he's like, he's I like, think. I think you mean he thinks this is all. Yeah. True. <laughs> like, I believe but, this guy. Like you, you're recruiting on the podcast. <laughs> this is all true, yeah. and you need to. Do it. <laughs> he reckons he goes. I, I had to give Cameron a, an annoying voice, so I don't listen to him because he's a bad person, right? So if I'm driving, I gave him the voice of Lemon Grabs from Adventure Time. Yep. So if I'm. Driving down the street and I hear, run that woman over! <laughs> I know not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's Otherwise, sleep- how would you know not to do it? <laughs> he was sleeping on my couch. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately, the quest of life for a man is to get laid as much as possible and to make as much money as possible. Is it? Well, it is at one point. Yeah, right? at one point, yeah. Um, I've- but the cult wasn't to get laid. He started the cult. Like, it, it was almost like an like a asexual thing. Like, he, he almost went abstinent through the cult. Yeah, it starts that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it ain't going that way once this everyone starts that, listening yeah, 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 to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Once you get the power to go, yeah. look, I'm going to fuck you. Guys, we're ready for the next Well, well he, tried yeah. to, he tried to get a vasectomy. Like, yeah, like part of, as a part of the cult, he went in to get a vasectomy. He tried. He tried. How do you fail? But because he didn't, he, the only, we got him out of a psych ward. That's the only medical center he knew. He went back there to get the vasectomy and they're like, yeah, come with me, That's bud. That's the only medical center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like he started getting everyone in the psych ward 
into the cult and we're like, oh, this is this isn't good. Well, they're crazy people. Fuck it. But when he got the nurse, that's when we're like, we got to get him out of here for the Holy second fuck. time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this guy sounds like a legend. I want to meet him. Yeah, he's. We brought him in to do a set at the, the Gong twice, and he's walked in and just ran out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've heard of this guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the people, the Gong show. Like we were talking earlier about how like the Gong show attracts weird audience members. Fuck, it attracts weird people. Oh, micers too. Oh, we begged him to come. This is when Jamal was Booker. Like, we begged him to come on. <laughs> oh, like, dude. Swag's in the past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Miles, no longer the booker. The yeah, best yeah. was when he got a homeless guy off the street to do the gong. That was the best. I mean, they still book some pretty wild people now. Yeah, they yeah. don't... I, I fight for that. <laughs> what? I fight too for now. I'm like, you got to have some of the crazies. Yeah. Like, it, it's not the gong show without, like... Yeah. yeah. You need to let some in. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it, but um, it's what makes the show. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I did uh, show... Well, I saw you do the gong where you were like... I think you polled that night where you did the whole... Um, he gets it bit. Oh, oh James Hackman. Fuck, man. That was such a great bit. That's fun to do. Dude. I've got to do it again, but I, I can't find my tie. <laughs> I'll look for it today. But, um, yeah, hopefully... Does it need to be any tie in particular? I... Well, I will donate a tie to see that again. Well, it's I think to be I'm a gonna, tie with confidence. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy a, another red tie. Would you take a paisley tie? A paisley. What the what? fuck is paisley? Oh, well, it's that, it's like a. Is that maroon? It's it. Well, it's it's like blue and maroon. It's like blue and maroon. It's like a blue and maroon. Pattern. It's a purple. So? <laughs> <laughs> it's a blue and maroon pattern. Okay, yeah, don't man. fuck me. Don't fuck me over like that. Nah. It's, like, it's so easy to make me look retarded already. Don't make it any easier for the audience to tell. Yeah. Nah, you you know this color. We don't. Yeah. We're the retarded. I thought, I thought a paisley was like a fucking wizard at Hogwarts. I thought it was like <laughs> a family. Pa- I was thinking of parsley. The weasel. <laughs> it's green. It's a pattern. Paisley pattern. Ah. It's like it's like a yeah. paisley pattern. Yeah, it's a paisley pattern. It's like sounds legit. I did say I was from government housing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look, I and I was born in Kalgoorlie, dude. The only reason I know this is because I have a friend who is a clothes designer. That's the only reason I found it, and that's because he promised me if I. You've got a lot of gay friends. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because they're people worth knowing. Gays, man, suck the best dick, have the best drugs. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's like between the two, they're people worth keeping around. They are. <laughs> they are. I'll tell. I'll tell you one story. By the way, this one story of you that I love. I was. This like um, I was at connections once, and I was there with like all the final fringe people, like uh, yeah, yeah. Alan Anderson, I think I that night. Yeah, you yeah. did. You saved me so bad because like I'm I'm so oblivious uh. to like if a dude comes up to me in like to hit on me, I would never. I just like this guy's so nice. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah. and the, I thought this guy was a part of the group, and he was like bailing me almost into the corner i realized after a while like oh he's not a part of this social circle and uh yeah i was like felt like i was completely held captive by this guy and then out of a sea of people you've just grabbed my arm and pulled me away from this guy oh i was like i've never been so happy to see you before (laughs) 
And he was staring at you the whole time, so like this fucking cunt. This fucking <laughs> cunt. <laughs> well, cunt yeah, cunt blocker indeed. Like I've had the two probably worst experiences of my life uh, in connections, like hit on stories. So like I was tripping balls on both occasions. So on just copious amounts of psychedelic drugs. And this really big dude, really big, big bearded dude. This this guy will rape me if he wants to, and there's nothing I can do to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's him. his choice. Yeah, um, he's he let me off lightly, but like he came up to me <laughs> and he's clearly very drunk, and I'm clearly very high. And he goes, "Bro, you're so handsome. Can I kiss you?" And I was so cooked, I didn't have the power to say no at the time. So this big bearded dude just plants a big kiss on me and I couldn't do a thing about it. And that was extremely traumatizing. The second traumatizing thing that happened to me um, resulted in my long drawn out war with furries because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm destined to kill, uh, I'm, I'm, de- I'm determined to kill them all. Um, <laughs> and like these, this furry. So I'm again, like tripped out. I'm on a couch. And this furry in furry head mask, uh, Squirrel, you know what a furry is? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a uh, fucking cuddly yeah, fucker. Exactly. Well, yeah. And furry mask, uh, harness bodied, and then jockstrap undies on, and like fur mittens on, and, and Doc Martens. So it's a pretty like... <laughs> Docs are essential. Yeah, it's like you're not going to see this look in too many other places. And this, I'm cooked out, sitting back like this, and this guy gets on all fours in front of me, starts backing his ass up onto my crotch. I manage to say, please don't. And then he get, and then he starts barking at me. And I'm just like, this is, this is a very <laughs> cruel joke to play on someone who's tripping balls. And like, after that, I woke up the next day and I'm like, I, I need, I need to kill furries. It's like I need to <laughs> like, declaring war upon them. Like that was the the worst experience of my life. I just got up and like immediately just went to the toilet, locked myself in the cubicle, and just started hyperventilating for like an hour. It was a pretty good night after that, actually. So yeah, Any yeah, right. Connection or furry stories, squarely? I I seen uh, Wolfie make out with a dude in. Yeah, well the best part was so we, we went there, um this was when I was fairly new to comedy, and um so we we went there uh to the pub with these two chicks yeah. and uh one of them was talking about how she's bisexual and she's got a she's got a boyfriend and he's a bit weird with her making out with other dudes. Like, he doesn't like that, but she's fine to make out with other Chips. girls, you okay. know, which I I understand. <laughs> but, <laughs> if you can watch, yeah. Yeah, but we get into the connections. I go to um, the pisser, and I come out, and fucking Wolfie's, like, he'd been trying with this chick the whole night, but he's just making out with this gay dude. <laughs> Such a wolfy move. Yeah, and she's like, "What's he doing?" And then she goes up, up, uh, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would impress you." That's crazy. Like, I, 
He almost got into a fight with one of the bartenders at the lounge at Connections because he called him a fag. Oh, I think I know which one. Yeah, the Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who called who? Wolfie called the gay guy a fag outside Connections. And there's, that's the beauty of Wolfie. Like, he goes from calling someone a hate crime at a gay yeah. bar to then... Upstairs making out with a dude. Yeah. There. Well, he, he's on both sides of the fence. Well, yeah. on uh, <laughs> Saturday, yeah. I, I just flew, flew in from Canberra and had a gig with Wolfie. And it's at a footy club. Mm-hmm. We get told one thing in the group chat, right? What? One of the blokes connected to the club has just committed suicide. Oh. No jokes about suicide. Oh. Right? And we're in there. Oh. And before we even get up on stage, Wolfie's talking about bombing. And he goes, if these guys, you can see it, they're going to fucking hate me. You know how he does. <laughs> and he's like, they're, they're going to fucking get angry at me. And then I, I'm going to go, this is why your mate fucking killed him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's talking to us, but he's talking at Wolfie level. So literally, probably 30, 40 people can hear him saying this. <laughs> and then... And then he gets on stage, and his first seven minutes is basically suicide material. Holy <laughs> sh! Does he crush? Uh no. It was awkward no. to start with. Like he then he then woofied from there. But yeah, it was, oh, the it was one funny. of the best woofy moments was him getting bumped from the lineup at the lounge, and like John going up to him and just being like, "Woofy, mate, we we just don't have the time for you tonight." And on an instant, he's like. Oh, Jane kissed me. He's <laughs> 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 so good. So, how long have you been doing comedy, Squirrely? Uh, six years. Six years. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But um, yeah, like six years. But four of that um was in Exmouth, so it's yeah. like um I'd fly down, do like a two week run at the lounge, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then shows up there every now and then, but the last two years it's more person per based. Yeah, yeah, so fuck. It's been good. But like, in six years, have like you would have seen some fucking absolute characters like come through open mics. Um, yeah, some some strange dudes. I don't know. It, it kind of comes in runs where you go ages without seeing anyone new, and then, um, yeah, like. A lot of the people that were... Because I started at uh, Raw. Yeah. And so a lot of the people I met there that I that I started with, they're no longer doing it. And not just because of rape allegations. But, <laughs> but at least three because of rape allegations. <laughs> Fuck. But, yeah, like the the first gig I ever did, Raw, um, Hate, the guy before me was an old bloke and he went up there and just bombed horribly and just burst into tears and walked walked off stage and then the semi-final um another bloke went up there he got wild carded but i think they fucked up because he wasn't supposed to be there and he gets on stage and it's just dead silence and he's wearing a he's wearing a nappy all right a japanese headband okay and a fake mustache but it's not part of his set at all, he doesn't mention. Acknowledge it, it at his life. <laughs> rubber chicken down his. That's uh, genius. Yeah. Nappy, and it's dead silence for like a minute and a half, and it's that bad they fucking play him off. 
just cut the mic, play him off. He gets back. He starts crying as well. So I'm going two for two from my first two gigs. And um, I walk up to him and just put a beer in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, he's like, oh, thanks, mate. And then he goes, fuck, man, that five minutes felt like it went so quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't realise I'd just played him off. He thought he'd done the five minutes and that was the, the, the music. Bit. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like what? What did he get to? Three? No. No. It would have been a minute and a half. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it was it was a minute and a half of complete silence. Fuck. It wasn't like I don't I've never seen that. That wasn't at the lounge now, it was where it used to be. Yeah. In South Perth. And I haven't seen any comedy room that silent. Like there was no even um like could have heard a penny drop. Yeah. 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 It was it was the most awkward minute and a half of my life, and I wasn't even on stage. It was so <laughs> this cunt has found a secret to just absolute silence. Bombed harder like, than the Gaza Strip. Yeah, like like no sniggers, no fucking, no, oh, good effort, mate. It was like... Nah. Just, and what time was this? What time of night was this? Oh, well, it was a raw... Um, semi, so you're looking like prime time, seven thirty type shit. Yeah, like the well, easiest, that, that's the easiest audience. The easiest crowds. Like, yeah. have you done raw? Yeah, so I did the first raw, which I did not do well at. I like got I did I came like I did pretty well at funniest five, and then I did raw two months later, and this was my first time doing raw, and yeah, I did not do great. Um, but like, I had a pretty good fringe, but. Yeah, that was a fucking a tro- That was a terrible experience. But the yeah, show was yeah. at five thirty. Yeah, right. I think they they yeah, did that, that, and I looked out at the audience, and it was all old people. And I'm like, I write comedy for people of my generation. I have no jokes for fucking. I don't have a single joke for anyone over the age of fifty. This was all. Th- these were ancient people. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, this is. Worst audience for me, worst time for me, and I, I had a, I had a terrible time of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in the same boat as that guy almost. They didn't play me off. I did yep. get some laughs. Have you ever been played off mid set? No, I had to stop once. Um, at the lounge, or well, actually, nearly twice, but once. Once was a, um, yeah, I. I'd crushed the early show, crushed the second show, and it was the late show, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to do my bit about dolphins raping people. <laughs> and, and this lady just starts fucking screaming at me mid-set, and she's... Because she didn't get it. <laughs> I thought you were about to say because she had been raped by a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> But she, she was like, no, no, we like dolphins. Shut up, shut up. Well, she's was, defending the rapist. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah, I didn't see her predict that coming. Wow. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, this, this is not going to work from here, so I'm just going to go. Just bail. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one. And then the other one was I, I had a domestic violence bit, and um, like we were talking about, before with the groups mm. um this woman in like blind uh like probably early 40s 
she starts screaming like at the start of the bit. It was funny because the whole set was going well, and then this was the setup. She starts screaming, mm. and then I'm like trying to move on, and then her friends just fucking joined in, and like the rest of the crowd was like keep going. Mm. So I finished it, but like fucking yeah. to a lot of screaming. Yeah, and then uh, toughly went up. After that, bombs horribly. They get upset at him too. I, I walk to get a beer at the halftime thing and they've got Johnny bailed up and they're like, he will never do comedy in this town again. <laughs> and I'm on the next show in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's probably the closest to ever getting played P- off. Pichillo played me off at... Port City once are like I think two minutes, two and a half minutes. Really? Yeah, I uh I bought a mate and um he sat front row, he made he was hammered and he made friends with someone straight away and then him and my mate and this guy he just met just heckled me. Oh no. They were heckling everyone, like Pichello had to tell him to fuck off basically. I, I left him there. I was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. whole thing just like kept going. And I was like, and I, kn- I knew the guy, so I knew what he was like. Friends at a comedy show is never good. Yeah. No. I knew how to shut him up by putting him on the spot. I just like was like, all right, smart ass. What good shit have you got to say? Yeah. And then Pichillo, instant with the music, he's like, yeah, we don't give white audience members <laughs> the microphone. They'll say something racist. <laughs> the- but the, the time before that as well, I. um. I went downstairs because, you know, the big long stairs. Yeah. Because I've done that room twice. The first time I, I bought like two beers, one for me, one for I uh, got Tim Kershaw a beer. Mm-hmm. I was going up the stairs and I'd only taken like my first sip of beer and um, tripped and like almost went down the whole stairs, wet, wore the beers. And there, there's no chance I was telling anybody that, that I wasn't drunk. Yeah. Everyone had it in their mind, like rocked up, hammered. <laughs> and I was like, I've just got to... Literally wear it, <laughs> yeah. and but they still let you. They still let you do your set. Yeah, yeah, still did the set. It was an average set. It wasn't like a massive bomb, but uh, I think the biggest rider I had was like I was that guy that you heard go do 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 do. The two weirdest times friends quote unquote friends uh, um, rocked up to a show was a, a dude I went to primary school with, not even high school. I went to primary school with who's just been following me on Instagram ever uh, came to a show. And that's just because he knew I was performing. That was an extremely awkward conversation to talk to someone like... Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, get a feeling. Um, he didn't didn't make the show... The, the, the set itself awkward. Um, it was actually a pretty good set. I was happy with it. But then the second time... So I'm... There's this couple that go to the bar I work at and they're like a sweet couple... Like, the guy's got severe dementia and they're both alcoholics, but they're charming people. Um, and he goes, like, this is at the, the gong show. And, you know, I don't, I don't tell them to come, but, like, they're just very friendly people and I don't have the heart to lie to them and say what I'm doing on my nights off. So they said they would come and I'm like, oh, okay. And I don't really think they're going to like my jokes because I, I go for some risque humour anyway. But... Um, this actually turned out to work out really well for the opener because they, this guy doesn't know where he is most days and he just starts heckling the MC. 
He heckles him for about five minutes. This was uh, Larry Dean when Larry Dean was MC. Oh, the show. fuck. Yeah. He, he's like my favorite comedian. He's great. He was, he was sensational as MC. Such a nice guy backstage. Took photos with everyone and shit. Shout out Larry Dean. Fucking love that guy. He's not listening. No, I know. <laughs> 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 didn't need to say that. I've been yeah. on this podcast for 15 minutes. It's long enough to know that Larry Dean is not listening. No, I know. But someday. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's going to go back to this episode. Exactly. In yeah. fact, I'm going to tag him in this episode. No, <laughs> uh, but, um, no, he. Uh, it was a great show, but they heckled the MC, and then they go like, Larry goes like, "What are you guys even here for?" And then they say, "Oh, we're here to see Alex." And I was just backstage. Oh like, no! Like, oh fuck! And I, it actually turned out being quite good because, like, the moment I go on stage, like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not even like, I get to the mic and I just bend over this, this thing, and I'm like. I am really beginning to regret helping you cunts across the street. And, like, just the fucking audience loses it. So it actually turned out to be quite a good setup. But, like, in the moment, like, it was fucking very embarrassing. I'm like, Larry Dean is going to fucking, like, blacklist me from, like, the comedy lounge. And, like, I'm just an open mic. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. never be. I was like, he hates me so much. But he, he came backstage afterwards and he was like, Dude, that was fucking hilarious. So That's thank you, so Larry awesome. Dean. So thank you to that old couple for actually giving me a pretty good setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I got a Larry Dean story. Fucking, I met him. First time I met him was um, after the Raw National Final. Yeah. So they had like an after party for all the artists. Yeah. Like, and you go there. They they put on like some beers. Mm-hmm. You can use the card for cheap beers or some shit. This is like I've done the uh, heat of Raw, the semi final for Raw, and the state final of Raw. Mm-hmm. So I've only done three gigs before this, and then this is the fourth. I haven't won the national final, so I'm like, fucking, I, we just go and get drunk now, I guess. Yeah. Right. So I get there, and like I've got mates that are traveling just through Melbourne, and they, they rock up. So I I just order fucking shots of tequila for everyone that's a comedian and all my mates. So I get like 30 shots of tequila. None of the comedians take a shot of tequila. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm (laughs) drinking all the tequila now then. Because I don't realise that this after party is set up as like a networking thing. Yeah. Because there's other comedians and managers and shit. So you're supposed to do that. I just thought, get Get shit faced. Yeah. And then, so I get blind, and fucking Larry Dean rocks up, and um, I'd seen, like, he'd performed at the end as the headliner, Uh and um, he had a bit about uh, being a gay dinosaur, I don't know if you've seen it. I think I have, yeah. Yeah, but I was, like, drunk, and seen it, and I'm just like, Larry Dean! (laughs) Drunk dinosaur! Rah! Fucking rah! (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. <laughs> That's the, the first thing I've ever said to Larry Dane. Have you seen him since? Yeah, I've uh, met him a couple times since. But Does he ever bring that up? I, he would not know that was me. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as he's not listening to this podcast, no, yeah. he's not watching Squirrely perform fucking stand-up. He's not watching my Instagram. No, no. But nice as fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the other couple times I've met him, he's... I didn't realize this because, like, as much as I, as many gay friends as I do have, I have like, I'm not in touch with gay culture in the slightest. Like, I get 
news about the gay world from my friends and I'm like surprised that it's like at like the things that they're offended by lately. It's quite entertaining. And they told me like they were offended by something Larry Dean said. <laughs> and I was like, I, I looked up what he said. I can't, it's, it was so mild to me that I can't even remember what it was. And I looked it up to figure out what they were offended by. That makes the story slightly worse. Yeah. Um, but I was I was just shocked. I'm like, it's like, doesn't a gay dude get a pass for saying offensive shit? And like, apparently not. And like, that was extremely shocking to me. Because, yeah, yeah. But is it, like you said, is it the gay community or one gay guy that you know? Uh, no, it was a lot of them. It was, it was a... But even that. Like I, wouldn't that, even, I wouldn't even that, say all of them, but it was a yeah. But that could just be a group that hang out together that are gay. Uh, it's a bit like when when you know, like people are like, "Oh, the trans community is upset about this." It's probably but, a smaller number of trans people. Yeah, or it's usually just a, 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 a uni lad post somewhere. Yeah, 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 like a uni lad paid article. Yeah, yeah, and you got to like check out with whether that's offensive on by the fucking trans comedians you know in the group, but, like, it'd be a bit like fucking what's offensive to a Perth comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's probably a group that are offended by Perth comedy jokes or some probably. shit. Speaking of trans comedians, though, I had to bring up this story back to, like, fucking, like, memorable weirdos on the gong show. That night we had that dude who comes in and randomly asks for spots and when you finally gave him one, that first night that you that the lounge gave him a spot, I was there and I need to get Courtney Maldo on the podcast because she was in the room with me and she saw the whole thing. This cunt asks everyone in the room, every single individual in the room, what their name was about six times. I had to explain that my name was Alex about six times. Courtney had to explain, like everyone in the room... He does his set. He walks out. And you know where the coat hanger is in the room? Yeah, behind the door. Like, yeah, with the door. exactly. Okay. No, this cunt starts moving coat hangers to, like, get to the door. Like, he has no clue where the fucking door is. This yeah, is how right. blind this guy was. Is that that meth head guy that rocks up with his mum slash girlfriend? I haven't seen him in there with a girlfriend, but, like... Oh, mum. <laughs> different one there is a guy who tries to get on the gong show all the time it could be this mom. guy may not well, maybe we weren't sure if it was his mum or his girlfriend and then he was like hey, she's just an older lady that I I hang out with like a mum Wyatt Nixon said a very funny story about this dude he said he yeah, like yeah that's him what? That's- <laughs> <laughs> what? Hold on. What? So what? Why? Not why? White's not the guy. Yeah. He, I mean, I'm not saying White doesn't have sex with his mum. I can't confirm that. But he does give you that vibe. He's but, a weird dude. Yeah. But- well, he, he's from fucking Bunbury, isn't he? Yeah, he's from from somewhere. Oh, he definitely he, wears faces. He definitely, definitely fucks his mum. Uh, <laughs> I'll go out on what? a limb with him. But no, he he was the one this night where old mate came up with his mum slash girlfriend. Um, White had to fucking escort him out. Right. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's the same guy. Maybe it is. Yeah. Is he it? he rocked up and he said, I'm on. And fucking Sarah was like, you're not. Yeah, um, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, White Nixon told me the fucking funniest story about this dude. He was like, he was like, dude, like, I love listening to him because he says just the maddest shit. 
I was like, what did he say? And it's, it's like, the guy just goes, it's like, I've got a knife in my bag here. I could just start stabbing people randomly, but I won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm a good person. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would have been that night. Yeah, I was like, that's a bizarre fucking qualification for being a good person, you know, not stabbing people. Like, people shit on Mother Teresa and she actually helped people. You know, it was like... Oh, did she? Well, she did some other mean shit, but... She just like, built churches. She didn't give them food. Did yeah, she but, not give them food? No, she let them all starve to death as oh, long okay. as she built her churches. Oh, well, fuck good. Mother Teresa then. Did, <laughs> did she have a knife in her bag? And did not stab and people. didn't stab them. She just let them fucking starve to death. Yeah. 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 Good person. Maybe she should have stabbed them to put them out of their misery. Maybe. Starving, <laughs> starving to death seems like a fucking horrible way to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about people that bomb hard, um, there was this guy that, that did Maloney's room, uh, the Fremantle factory. Oh, the factory, yep. Yeah, this guy is, he's the goat. He's, the yeah, goat of bombing, or just, he's just the goat. He, he, he white guy in a do rag, a beer belly. No, I don't think I've seen him. And he's just like this is ringing a bell. Yeah, he, he's like, you want to see my elephant impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, I can be a, a submarine. Boo! And I just kept it like, like really loud, and it was no. Everyone was just standing there in confusion, like. What really? is happening? And I'm crying up the back, just almost in the fetal position. And I was like, dude, I guess I'll let you know that wasn't funny in any traditional sense, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you find, like, go back to the gong show. Is it hilarious when uh, they get MCs on from, like, other states who have never seen the gong show before? I hate it. Uh, no, you hate it, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny to watch it from... It's a, kind of funny to watch the confusion on their faces and then deal with all the hatred from all the other local comedians. Yeah, the yeah. audience sort of... You can almost lose them a bit. I notice it's a harder show to, like, perform up when it's all, like... The MCs and the gong masks have no fucking idea what's happening. Like, yeah. you're talking about the period when Shin wasn't here? Yeah. just got all the uh, interstate people? Yeah. Yeah, it was so chaotic, but in... Not in the ways you want it to be chaotic. No. Because Chris Shin's got it down packed. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you you get a couple of other good MCs on there, too. But, like, they're locals. They've seen the show. They've yeah. done the show. Like, you did the... It. You were Gong Master a couple of times, weren't you? When Shin no. was gone? No, not me. I swear you did it at least once. No, I don't think I've ever been uh, the Gong Master. Yeah. Don't think so. But, yeah, like, a bunch of locals stepped up and they will did pretty good because mm. they've done the show a hundred times. Yeah. So. I don't think it's a great show for uh, potential, um, as in building your material and shit. I think it's very, very basic. Yeah. Like, you do, like it, if you're going to do well at the gong show, you just do very fucking easy to understand shit that the crowd wants to hear. Yeah. I don't, don't particularly like the comedy that you get out of the gong show. Like, mm. I, I don't I don't like watching it. Like, the only good part of watching it is, like, Shin roasting someone. Yeah. yeah. Which, or the train Which wrecks. sucks if you're fucking yeah. the comedian on there. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Or someone talking about having a knife or wearing a do-rag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's stuff that happens uh, before the gong show is my favourite bit. Yeah, it's there's no real room to build up into a premise. You kind of just have... It's kind of just like speed to the punchline. Well, I, I think... some hairs on your chest. Uh, I don't think so. I actually think it, it's the opposite. Like, uh, like, I think if you're very first starting, um, just coming up with fucking material sort of shit, but... When you go past that, I think it teaches bad habits of just coming up with premises that a crowd thinks they want to hear. Whereas I, I think the best comedy is a premise that the crowd doesn't realise they want to hear. Yeah. So they hear the premise and they're like, oh, this is going to be shit. Yeah. And then it surprises them that it's not. Yeah. Whereas I think with the gong show, because the power's with the crowd, yeah. fucking you give them a premise they don't want to hear... They're like, fuck, fuck this. you off right away. And, and like, yeah, as soon as that energy goes that way, it kind of... Like, to win the gong show, it's a fairly easy way of doing it. Yeah. Is you go out there with short, sharp punchlines, a lot of energy, and fucking play up from the start to the finish with that energy. Mm. Don't, don't do any nuance. Don't do anything like that. Just fucking go for it. Hey, how you going? Welcome. Ah, oh, this guy, that guy, fucking ah, things. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't laugh every fifteen seconds, yeah, you sort of, you're done. And yeah. yeah, and you can just do basic shit at that, like the Gene Hackman punch, punch, goes punch, off. punch. Well, yeah, well, like James Hackman. Oh, James Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah, <laughs> James Hackman goes off before they even realise the joke of James Hackman. Yeah. Like, they're laughing at the bits that are deliberately hacky as shit. Well, the, the the genius of Hackman is, like, you fucking... You have them at the start, you lose them in the middle, but they're so... Like, because you had them at the start, they lose patience. Yeah. Like, or they still have the patience when you're losing them because, like, yeah. they kind of, like... You, you've already endeared yourself to them. And then you win them back at the again, again at the end when you, they realise the whole thing is a bit. Yeah, well, it's fucking genius. The funny part of doing it is you can see the people that are genuinely enjoying it at the start, and then you see there's a little group of people that fucking hate it. Yeah. At the start, and then you get to see these pe- people switch over, and as the f- People at the start are confused more because they're like, why is this still happening? Yeah. The other people at the start that were like, fuck this. Yeah. They start becoming the crowd that you're getting all the laughs from. It's fucking, it's really weird thing to watch as you're doing it. Um, But yeah, I've got, I've got so much other stuff that I want to do with him. Mm. But then it's just finding the time where I can do him rather than, just coming up with material for myself. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but nah, I'll get a tie and the chocolate bar bit at the end is <laughs> actual perfection <laughs> to the T. Like this, the whole time this guy gets and the chocolate bar, this guy gets, this guy it. gets it. Yeah, me, me and Pinder, um, like I, I told him the idea while we we're on tour. Oh, Martin Darcy, one sec. Eh? I got pause. Stay yeah. in the spectrum. So oh, that's not that difficult for Martin. <laughs> Martin. Hello. Yeah, so you're not going to make it because you're too busy uh, looking at holes. No, well, I just, I just got back home now. 
Um, Martin, so, you need to become unemployed again. You invited me to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you scheduled yeah, them today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah on the schedule, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, but I offered... I keep telling you, if it's more convenient to do it at yours, do it at yours. And you keep scheduling it for mine, <laughs> where it's like you don't know when you're going to be able to make it. Oh, it's such a shame because, you know, in Perth, Squirly is easily one of my top three favourite pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's what do you have to say to that, Squirly? I'm fucking... I think that's disgusting. How, <laughs> how am I not number one? <laughs> Who the fuck is number two? Can, can you tell us... Oh, you- can you tell us why you don't find obese women attractive? It's because I'm a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so what? You only just got home now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell us about your day. How was it? Yeah. Kill oh, yourself. Wait, I, looked, <laughs> I looked at some holes. I watched some people dig some holes. Three separate holes, mate. It was a, it was a fucking tough day. Fucking um, three holes, and then you die. Yeah, mate. Uh, put down some cones. Pick the cones back up. Drove back. Fuck, oh, it was tough. Oh. Mum, I'm so happy you found your dream job, eh? Hmm. <laughs> When are you gonna when are you gonna bring like your equipment home and fucking show me the stop sign? Get, I want you to bring me a stop sign home. You want me to show you the, uh, mm. the slow stop there? You should take a start you should take a stop and slow sign onto stage. Please do it. Yeah, please do it. Well, you can't use it without a permit, mate, so <laughs> <laughs> not even indoors? Surely you got the connections now to get there. Surely not. Yeah, I got I got just enough connections After to get you arrested, cunt. <laughs> how, how good would it be to like have that in your set for laughter? Yeah, like, stop laughing <laughs> and then like you know give us a slow, a, a bit of a slow clap. Yeah, right. So Martin, who were the first two favorite pedophiles? You've, you've... Uh, actually, to be honest, um. All three are squirrely. They, <laughs> one's James Hackman. <laughs> Martin, you're going to have to listen back to these episodes, mate, because I want to be able to make a lot of jokes about them in future episodes, and it's your fuck up that you're not here. Mm. Well, you are yeah, a piece of so. shit. Yeah, going to be honest. Yeah. Hey, you heard me. You're a, <laughs> you're a piece of shit, Martin. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was aware. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was in fucking Northbridge today getting an STD checkup, and you, like, I was ready to go. I was like, you know what? We'll do it at Martin's. He'll get home. He'll get comfy. That's and closer you- to where I live, too. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> Jesus, Martin. Yeah, assume it's better to do it at yours. I'm happy to come to you. You can make up uh, for me I, and steal me no, beef what? jerky. Hold on. <laughs> what? I, I was like, oh, I'm happy to do either. And then you're like, nah, let's do success, which turned out to be a failure, so... No, 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 I said said always do it based on the fucking guest's convenience. Yeah, well, look, I'm pretty retarded, to be honest. Um, Yeah, well, look, you know me. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, listen... I'm I'm not good at these things because I'm gay. 
Fucking cunt, your fucking house is falling apart and I'm your fucking handyman fixing your shit up. And it's like, I rely on you to organise guests. I mean, the guests we've had today have been awesome. They're all done. They're organised. They're just not there. They have been great episodes. my one task. All right. It's been fulfilled. (laughs) We didn't even have you do the intro. And can you at least say that this is the most unlistenable app ever? Uh, Welcome back to... um the most unlistenable pod in the world. <laughs> thanks, mate. I'll be around to fix your light next week. Oh, thanks, brother. <laughs> All right. Um, in- enjoy the pod, and thank you for coming, guys. Uh, I'm sorry Fuck that... Uh, I'm s- I- enjoy you the lollipop, You're man. my favourite pedophile. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, number one now. Yeah. You're number two now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, enjoy the pod, and uh, yeah, keep... Touching kids or whatever. Don't tell Bye. me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope you bomb uh, later this week because of this. Oh, no. Well, this is irregardless. I'll bomb anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, good luck with that. See you later. I'll see you later, boys. All right. Catch ya. Three hours later, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to make it. You would have thought he'd have some idea at some stage. Fuck. <laughs> he's his. He's his own fucking like. He's his own fucking worst enemy, Martin. He's <laughs> like, oh, I fucking. I tell him like he he forgets shit like biblically. I've no idea how he keeps managing to forget like, or if it's more convenient for the guest, do it at yours. Prioritize the guest. And he's like, no, we'll do it at success. And I'm like. Nah, don't don't make it easier for the guest. In fact, I think you need to make it harder. No, yeah, I to... think there should be a treasure map involved. Oh yeah, a hill, yeah. Uh, like a, a a scav hunt almost. Yeah, a fight. A fight to the death. Yeah, not yeah. with ever you two, with like someone intimidating. Yeah, someone intimidating. Well, or a small woman and a bridge troll. They ask you riddles. Yeah, you know Actually, what? I'd love to cool. see you guys fight Martin's roommate. Because he's not exactly an intimidating guy, but he's just got this look in his eye like he um, has had to defend himself from hate crimes numerous times. I told you how he was gay. His coming out story is so funny. When he came out to his dad. Yep. Funniest shit I've ever collect- collectively heard. He goes up to his dad and he's like, he's like, Dad, I'm gay. And his dad just says, no, you're not. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. Yep. I'm like, that's... That's, like, just so poetic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he also hates other gay people, so that, that makes it even funnier. What? The gay guy? or the... the gay guy hates other gay people. Isn't that like Hitler being a Jew but hating the Jews? It's a similar predicament, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but fucking he didn't have to fuck other Jews. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes it the extra conundrum. Yeah. Oh. I guess if you hate fuck them. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, he hates women too, so maybe he could hate fuck them. He yeah. just hates everyone. The only person he likes is Martin. And even then, like he said multiple times when I come in, it's like, how are things going? It's like, oh, I've just been fantasizing about uh, strangling Martin in his sleep all day. I'm like, Martin. what the fuck is wrong with you, cunt? And he was like, I don't know. Oh, the question is, how long do you live with that guy for? Oh, Martin's been living with that guy for three years. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they love each other. They, like... Honestly, if Martin was gay, it, like, would be the perfect relationship. 
except for, except for the fact old mate is fantasizing about unless he's fantasizing about strangling him oh uh, like if you fantasize i think for too long about strangling someone you're very close to i feel like there's only like a small leap between getting a voodoo doll mm. and doing dark arts well <laughs> I, mean, I constantly make that. I have a theory that if you joke enough about something, um, uh, event like there's a chance it might come to pass. So I joke to like uh, that same old couple that came and you know kind of gave me the good intro. I joke to them all the time, saying, "When are you going to call me, call the lawyer, and leave um, your shit to me and your will?" Like, I, I strongly believe that if I joke about it enough, it will happen eventually. Did they leave it to you, or you're you you're setting the bread? I'm setting I'm, I'm setting it up, so it's like I I think it can very much happen if I just keep joking about it and then deprive their children of all of their parents' wealth and just get all of it. These two people have dementia too, so uh, yeah, hard. You, you you're not manifesting something; you're just manipulating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it started a very spiritual thing. Yeah. Like if you believe in it enough, you <laughs> can fool old people with dementia. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, you probably can. <laughs> well, I I think it's a good theory. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a great theory. Yeah. And look. If I get that apartment, because I really want their apartment, I'll be stoked. Yeah. So I don't even want them to leave everything to me in their will. I just want the apartment. Like, yeah. That, that's it. you got to bring them to a show. I have. No, no, no. you got to bring them to a show and and get us, hit them up with a question yeah. while you're on stage and get the crowd behind you. Be like, I'm getting in these people's will before the end of my set. Yeah. I've looked after your cat. I've walked you across the street when get you lost your legs. Get them all chanting yeah. and cheering and... You, you've got it signed already. Like, not signed, but typed out. Look, the, like, the reality is is that I reckon I've got about another two years before they're completely mentally deficient. And so I reckon, like, in those two years, I, I can get them. Yeah. Yeah. I know this makes me sound like a bad person, but the housing crisis is not yeah. great at the moment. So, <laughs> really, I'm, I'm just doing what I can to get by. Desperate yeah. desperate times call for desperate measures. That. Back when I, I used to be a deckhand on the fishing boats, uh-huh. so fishing charters and shit like that, like the old old blokes that used to book every year come yeah. out, they used to love me, obviously, fucking, you're helping them with all the fish, yeah. shit like that. But there's one old dude, uh, so my na- my slave name is Shay, right. right? So I'd have to introduce myself at the start of the charter every day as Shay. Yeah. Right, this old dude came on the boat for fucking six years, like 20 times a year. He, for some reason, thought my name was Jake. Every day I'd fucking introduce myself. He'd still think it was Jake. And he's like, Jake, come help with this. And he's hearing everyone else call me Shay, and he must have just been like, these silly cunts. <laughs> Top of the fucking name is Shay. <laughs> But, like, he passed away, and I genuinely, like, questioned. I wonder if he, like, left something for this fucking young deckhand called Jake. (laughs) (laughs) And I've just never got it because of that. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Was he cashed up? I mean, imagine fishing charters. It was funny because he used to get a deal with my boss because he'd obviously come multiple times. And um, fucking my boss increased how much he was spending and I was like, fuck you, 
tight cunt. Mm. And he goes, this old fuck, don't let him fool you, he's got more money than God. Mm. He's just, <laughs> just one of them fucking cunts that grew up in the um, like Great Depression era. Yeah. They just fucking hated spending money, but apparently he was rich as shit. You know a fact I found out the other day that blew my mind? What? Take it from not such a funny area, but a bit of a different area, but... You know what the average annual income was for someone during 1930 in America? Like the worst economic year ever during the Great Depression? What? So like $2,800 a year converted to today's money is 88 US, uh, 88,000 US dollars. That was the average income for a single person. economic time in history. Yeah, during 1930. Fucking hell. <laughs> We're doing worse than the Great Depression. Fuck. Get on board, boys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think our generation is a bit. Well, they're fucking weak gutted cunts. Yeah, all of us. You reckon? It, it's not that. I hard. think it's happened from the property market though, because yeah. like my grandma bought, like, they bought a house in. Mosman Park, like before they sold that one in the actually it was my great granddad. He bought that for something like six thousand dollars. Yeah. And like converted to being like worth about fifty grand in today's money. Yeah. Um that house is worth two million dollars today. Yeah. But the the difference was they moved to places where they could afford and make money, and then kind of built a life there. Whereas yeah. our generation, and m- there's reasons for it. M- mainly they all wanted to get out. Like their childhood was fucking way harder than ours, so they wanted to get out, go anywhere, and build from scratch. Whereas our childhood was a lot easier, a lot better. So the step-up's a lot harder to go out on your own and go anywhere. You, you can still go buy a house cheaply. It's just not where you want to live. Yeah. Like, fucking... And you don't want to build a community somewhere else. Well, where's the cheapest real estate in Australia, you think? Uh, well... So, saw a property advertised in Kalgoorlie for fuck all the other day. Yeah. For, like, well, like Nors- 60 grand or Nor- something. Norseman, you can buy for fuck all. Uh, Westonia, you can buy a... Like a block for ten thousand, and then put a like transportable. Um, considering like FIFO is available in WA, like you could do that for five years. Like yeah. ha- have a house that's thirty grand, you'd be a millionaire. Like if your goal is just to be a millionaire that owns a house, like. Everyone can do it. You can do uh, it on my, a, my goals. You can be set a FIFO a cleaner and become a millionaire right now. There's nothing stopping you if that was the only thing you wanted to do. You don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to set up shop elsewhere. I want to take one of these places that have been built for me. Yeah, but if, <laughs> but like your grandparents or your your parents, if they had that option to just do that, they, they would have fucking jumped on it. Yeah, probably, but they still, like, bought houses in a time when, like, fucking houses cost fuck all. It's like, and, and houses, yeah, they're still relatively cheap properties now, 
but they're still more expensive than they were even just 30 years ago. Well, not the houses outside of just, just the that farms. that one that I was mentioning before, like 50 grand in 40 years, like, like in the same amount converting, it would be worth about 50, 60 grand. Yeah. In today's money. But then to be worth two million, like the markup of that is very from it's not even like double. That's that's almost that's gone up like eight times in value in forty years. Yeah, but that, they also had to work harder jobs, uh, to to do that kind of thing. Like for effort for uh, an extra benefit. Like you're a electrician. Yeah. You could work FIFO. I did. Anywhere, yeah? Yeah, I did. I worked FIFO for four years. Yeah, so if, like you you could do that for the rest of your life. If, if your whole goal was just to to make as much money and buy a house, like you would, you would earn way more proportionately compared to like the average electrician fucking... Back in your parents or grandparents' day, like a lot of our or my parents' age sort of people, got the back end of it that worked FIFO and shit. Yeah, but there's what one thing I brought up before in like the earlier pod was um, the introduction of minimum wage. Yep, and uh, that was like the eighties when that came about. Um, that was introduced so that. Uh, our father working a single job could afford a to a mortgage, like yeah. bills, like like everything, like put on, like yeah. they could basically survive off one job. But then yeah. today we have to have two jobs well, in our household to do the same sort of. Well, so yeah. we're sort of working harder these yeah, well, days, well, but without the without talking about technological values. Yeah, well, part part of that is just um, women. Being allowed into the workforce and earning the, how the fucking same dare amount. they? Well, <laughs> um, so you, you're going to have more money to put into real estate, which so you got double wages. Jacks so, up the price. Jack, anyway. Jacks up the the price anyway. So everything's going to go in yeah, that the more, sort of way. More money people have, the prices of things go up. Yeah. So, yeah. so I reckon we should just. Kick women out of the workforce. Yeah, I was going to say, ban women from owning money or any form of monetary value. I do just, like. just find one that makes way more than you. I've been looking That's everywhere. That's a great idea. In fact, it, like, I, there's this cougar I met in Mosman Park. See? That's how easy it is to get a house in Mosman Park. Oh, uh, like, I don't know if she was divorced, married, or what. I'm pretty sure well, she wasn't she, married. She can be divorced. She, yeah. And she was a bit crazy though, and well, she's I, a cougar. Yeah, yeah, and like it was one of those things, you know. It's like you, we know this isn't going to be a thing, you know. It was a bit of fun in, in the moment, but it, she thought like twenty year difference. She thought there could be something a bit more. Um, I remember like after no, that's a lack of commitment. If I was shacking up with a cash up like well, I did. I, I knew she was from the area, but I was trying to like suss out if she was like, rich would or have not. Eaten her shit if I knew like I would have financially. I, I ate my own shit one day after I realized how rich she was. She like at this IGA, she pulled up in like a brand new Bentley, like Fuck. SUV, and I'm just like I, I fucked it. Yeah, I could have had like all my movies fucking paid for. I could have had everything done. 
<laughs> would never have to work again. It's like, just call this, hey, mum, mummy. What's the equivalent of daddy? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't it got disgusting. It got really <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I'll, fuck it. I'll call her grandma if yeah. I'm getting that Bentley. I'll call her anything <laughs> she wants if she's like, you know, paying to keep me around. The, I'll call her my Goanna Nana. I'll do anything. Goanna. <laughs> It's funny yeah. though, like, I've been offered money for sexual favours three times all by men. I'm honestly, at this point, I am starting to consider it. The best part was it wasn't even to fuck any of them. It was, don't tell me it was feet pics. No. <laughs> no, I had to piss on one, give my work boots to another and call another one a slur. Was this all in the one motion? Because no. that would be really cool. You know what, you know what the best part is? What? Is like... There'd be people that would call you gay for doing that. But it's also the fantasy, like that side, of a homophobe. Yeah. Like, so I went out to the club. I called a gay guy a faggot. (laughs) (laughs) And then threw my work boots at him. And like gave me money to do it. Yeah. Maybe maybe they need to work together. Yeah. Like, this gay guy needs to hit up a Nazi site. <laughs> we both want the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, man. no one is losing on that. Yeah. This oh. is how everyone comes together. Yeah. Through mutual hatred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, every, everyone thinks we're yeah, so... Yeah, you hate me, I hate myself. Yeah. It'll fucking work out. Two wrongs do make a right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that settles it. I'm fucking messaging the guy back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it. Dude, I'm creating an OnlyFans and abusing gay people. <laughs> if women can do it, why can't I? Yeah. Uh, that would be a crazy OnlyFans to say. I'd be like, you don't get to see any of me, but I just abuse you. People would pay for yeah. that. Yeah, people. Yeah. Well, women do do it. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, oh, a- I might start an OnlyFans, like a roasting page. Like, I'll roast you. I think there'd be heaps already. I had an idea for a different type of OnlyFans. Not roasting people, but just like... Doing words of endearment and like a POV of me bringing you a cup of tea in bed. I think that could be successful, but I think abusing people would be way more successful. Yeah. I tried yeah. my own, only Dan's. Only Dan's? <laughs> yeah. It's where I sent naked pictures of myself until they paid me to stop. It's like, it fantastic. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I, I met a chick uh, the other month that has an OnlyFans with no content. No content. Yeah, yeah. It's a no content only fair. She started it as a fucking, like, see if this works. So it's got, like, the profile pic, Uh which is just normal. And then she just fucking keeps saying that she's going to put stuff up, but then never does. And they just keep fucking, like, re-whatever, re-subscribing. Good on her. Like, monthly. And fucking, she's making, like, decent money from it. Mm. Like... I Who al- are these people? I almost did, signed did up I... today. I almost oh, it's did. It's incredible that people like have the money to spend on. I I almost I actually like today almost signed up because I. This saw... is why you don't have a house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't though. There's free porn all no, over no, the internet. No, no. I saw someone post that their con. It was like my content's free now. Is this chick from high school that I'd. Rejected me my whole life, sort of, oh. until I saw it like a couple of years ago. I was like, "Oh, you've dived off the deep end." Nice. And but, that, but you still wanted to see it. Well, only that, I saw it. I was like, "Free, like how well, the prices, right?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Well, how bad do I want to 
to see. Yeah, uh, I, I was like, no, I can't do that. Like, I don't think you want to open that door, eh? Nah, that's yeah. exactly why I did. I was like, I, I don't want to open Pandora's box. No. It's incredible because I could be or see Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible to see like growing up in this generation, you get further and further away from high school, and I'm only in contact with two people I went to high school with. No, one, one, only one. But like he tells, because he he st- he stayed at home. He stayed in the town we grew up in. Yeah. And it's just funny. I go back and visit him sometimes, and he just tells stories because it's the fucking like same like small tots town just outside of Bunbury, and it's just the same thing every time. Of like, oh, this chick ended up pregnant. This guy fucking uh, went to jail, and this girl started OnlyFans. And it's just it's just funny to see. Who dropped off first on that list? I think it, that's every time that conversation comes up. Just like, yeah, Freddie went to jail. Yeah. This person had a kid. This Mom person's a got the only teacher. Mum was a teacher at high school and primary schools all her life, and yeah. now she started Has she teaching got an only prisons. fans. But she teaches at prisons now, and she's like started to tell me like oh this uh this guy you went to school with uh, uh is in prison now and i'm like what for and it's like it's like usually it's petty shit like they got a fight into a pub they got 90 days yeah, or yeah. like a bit of dealing they got two years there's one cunt in there who fucking like stabbed a bitch and he's got 12 <laughs> years and i was like fuck there was another guy and this this really freaked me out my mum goes like did you know this guy and I'm like what's his name I can't even remember the name but she was like apparently he knows you because he asked me like do you know Alex Flay I ignored the question but like I didn't know him and I was like what's he in for and it's like oh well he fucking like he was a carer for two autistic kids not autistic kids autistic teenagers so it was a weird category. So he got 12 years, but basically he, like, kids in his care, he touched up. That was 16 and 17. And I was just like, apparently he knew you. And I'm like, that's fucking troubling. Um, <laughs> what group chats am I still a part of? But no, it turns out, like, we were at my, my same mate's birthday. And that's how he knew me. And the only reason I found that out was because I brought him, that mate, over to dinner with my mum. And they fucking talked about him. And then they were like, what is that cunt? And it's like, that's that cunt who fucking, like, really fucking chatted you up at that party. And I was like, fucking hell. It's like, how lonely do you have to be to hit on a fucking autistic person? <laughs> it was like, so fucking weird. Oh, well, he diddled the fucking downies. Uh, apparently, he just groped them over the clothes. Um, but, oh. like, that's still not okay. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You still get told off by the judge. Yeah, yeah, but like, I was just worried because it's like, how the fuck does he know me? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, it's like, what have I done on a mad bender that he knows me? Yeah. Because I've had some pretty bad nights that I don't remember, and I'm like, yeah. I don't think I've done anything that bad. Well, how long did it take him talking to you to realize you're not his type? Like, he's not quite. Autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not good. Well, yeah, you know. took, took 20 minutes and then he was yeah. like, hang on a minute. This guy's edgy and close. Yeah. I'll stick with it a bit longer. Yeah. But, like, but then uh, you made eye contact and he's like, that's not autism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But fuck, that was, that was so weird. And uh, 
man, like, I was paranoid about that for months because I, I was like, as an apprentice, I would go back to Bunbury and like get on the piss with friends and we'd go into town like quite often. And I had some blind nights and like, fuck, I was like, I could have done anything. I definitely got kicked out of fucking uh, places for getting into blues. Like, it wasn't really blues. I kind of just like, I don't know, I probably said something I shouldn't have and then got hit for it. But like, I definitely got in trouble multiple times, but I'm like, I swear I'll fucking like never double teamed an autistic person. I was like, I would have remembered that, yeah. you know. It's I would like, only go one up in that. Yeah. <laughs> only if they had cerebral palsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fucking Asperger's. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking extremely paranoid time for me. Yeah. How weird is all that shit? Like when you black out and you... Um, you wake up and you don't remember? Yeah. And, and then something big happens. Like I, I had a night like that where um, I, I fucking... My my cousin's mate or some shit, he said something to me and then I've just made up a story about her. She's at the pub because she's left the kids in the bushes and mm. just gone on this rambling fucking story. Completely forgot about it. And then the guy who I told all this story to, he got lost at sea and fucking, like, he took a tinny out and fucking it got washed over, like, died. But then I got... I went out looking for him because I was a skipper. I was part of the search. Uh-huh. And the cops are like, do you, do you know this guy? And I was like, no, nah, I never met him. And then my cousin told me the story and I'm like, fuck, I could be a suspect. Fuck. <laughs> 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 fuck. But oh. No fucking memory of it at So you're all. probably Martin's favourite murderer too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, is it weird though that that fucking only happen? Those blackout nights only happen on the piss. It's never like it's it, like when I've done drugs, I vividly remember everything. But when I'm just on the piss, it's like that's when shit starts getting murky. I remember being hammered once and um, being handed some benzos, not really knowing what they were. Mixing the two, that was a bit of a blackout. Fuck that's me. how you die. Yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea. We stole a boat. It was sick. <laughs> Down the river. I returned it somewhere. Oh, that's right, then. <laughs> it ended up somewhere. Allegedly. It's so weird. It's, yeah, all allegedly. <coughs> it's so weird what I've said no to, but what I've said yes to. That's the shit that kind of haunts me about my conscience. It's like I've said no to poppers, I've said no to meth, um, but I've said yes to some pretty weird shit. Like... I said, yeah, well, on the previous episode, I was telling him, like, I said yes to a threesome with, like, a chick and a dude. Oh, yuck. And, well, look, there were parts of it that were fun, but it was a very weird experience. And I'm just like, I look back on it and it's like, why would I say no to some of the things I've said no to, but say yes to that? Yeah. It doesn't make much sense in my mind in hindsight. I've said said no to to that several times. I, I don't understand. I'll be fair... I had two bottles of wine in my system when the offer was put on the table. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I reckon I've been still very no. drunk and said, yeah, and they're always, they're like, always like me mates. I'm like, this is not. Oh, maybe that was the advantage. I didn't know these people. Yeah, right. Yeah, so maybe that was strangers. Yeah, I couldn't do that with a mate. Yeah, either way. It was I'm a couple, not. and it was like, 
I'm not even comfortable with my penis being in the same room as me. Let <laughs> <laughs> alone the other one. Yeah. Well, no. if it was if it was bigger, I would fuck from a different room. No, dude, <laughs> it's just not big enough, dude. It's like what's worse than that is if they're smaller than you, and if like then you start feeling bad for them because it's like I've let the bar so I left the bar so low for you, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I didn't leave a very big bar. You could have, yeah. Say, but you couldn't not be competitive either. Like, and probably even worse if he's smaller. What? Imagine if he's smaller, he's doing all the damage, and you're just like not knowing what to do. You're what, just what I said away would fuck with, me up with your more. Whopper, yeah. And you're like, oh, bats go, mate. If I had one that big, <sighs> yeah, Jesus. See, no, all I this shit would be running through my head. I've, I've gone the other direction. Where I don't want him to be harder than me for me to be a limp dick, but at the same time, I don't want to be the hardest in the room of two men. Yeah. So, like, I've social, I've put myself in a box, like, yeah. mentally. I don't well, know. Well, that's a, the a rock and a hard place. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, there'd, there'd be a lot of shit going on there. Imagine weird balls. Imagine, imagine in that endeavor though you found out that you were fucking wrong the whole time like you're like oh my god like that's how you do it yeah I'm, like, i like, assume i would yeah it's a like, fucking very weird thing to like like you don't hold them by their ears like yeah. what do you mean i mean i've this was a separate occasion i didn't end i only ended up like fooling around with one lady but i did go to an orgy one time and <laughs> yeah like the thing is about it, like, even though I fooled around with only one lady there, you see everything else that's going on. And to see, like, when you see weird balls, I saw a pair of weird balls, and it's like a full-on car crash effect. You can't take your eyes off it once you see it. And it's like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to see that, but I can't stop looking at it. Yeah. And it's like, his ball, like, one ball was just, like, completely not there. It looked like he only had one ball, and one ball had like the ball looked like it had it had been skinned, like like degloved on the side of it, and then like had a patch job over it. Yeah, okay. It I'm looked a, like I Santa's might, sack. I might, be the, I might be the weird ball guy in the. <laughs> that you you pretty much describing my balls at the moment. <laughs> Dead on the nail, did I? Yeah, yeah. The right one just fucking it's got a lot of size. Yeah, the other glorious. one not not. Not so much. Well, it's, the other thing's weird, like, too. I, sort of I think I got a tumour. You got a tumour? <laughs> yeah, You should get nah. that checked out. I did. <laughs> and they, you're all clear or are you waiting on the result? He said you got a tumour and I was like... <laughs> oh, so it's not a think equation? <laughs> yeah. No, but the weirdest thing at that party was when you see a giant pair of balls and a small dick and then the opposite thing, a giant dick and just no testicles to speak of. Well, so like, I've, I've got really that small balls, like that, that tiny. So they, that's me in a nutshell. Nice. See how he didn't say he's got a big penis, but kind of hinted that he's got a big penis. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 not at all. It is no. It kind of is because <laughs> the balls, in comparison, makes it look way. It's an optical bigger. illusion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 It's like when you. It's like when you put a um, squirrely. Help me with this. It's like when you put a penis in a baby's hand. <laughs> well, yeah. I just use Hayden Tuia's hand. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> so it's hard. Uh. <laughs> That's what you say. Uh. Now, I, I uh, talking about like sex moves, and then you don't know like whether you're doing it right. I remember blacking out once. I don't remember it because I blacked out, but I woke up 
uh, in this girl's bed, and then we started having sex, but I couldn't remember the whole night before. Like, we'd yeah. obviously had sex a lot because there were lots of condoms. But then um, at one point she's gone, I like this bit, like waiting for me to do the move that I'd done the night, the night before. before. And I had no idea what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, and I just panicked and kind of was like, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> And the look on her face, like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I was like, I don't know what what you want me to do for me. <laughs> I feel like your move would be, you know, you've got the girl's hitched, the, her legs hitched up on your shoulders, you're blasting away, you make her come, and then you give the goalie, like, double <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like fucking, like, or like, if you, are, if you bust before her, but she doesn't come, then you just give it the one finger. Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> There was this once um, I was seeing this girl and she um, she wanted to tie me to a bed frame and oh, get, no, don't get, get the that. ice blocks out. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, fuck it. I went with it. But um, she just put the – like, like mel- instant melting the ice. I was like, body temperature was too high. It, like, barely <laughs> ruined the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it really made it like, like a sort of, oh, why did we try that? The bed's wet, not for any of the reasons we want it to be. Uh. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I went to the other end of that spectrum, so I let a girl tie me down. And this was like kind of one of those things, it's like it's hot in the moment because you're with uh, an attractive person. But like the fucking after effect of it was just traumatic. So she had candles and she was dipping hot wax under my chest. Now, oh like, yeah, that they did, she went for that after the ice. Dude, bro. I'm a hairy dude. Getting that shit out after <laughs> that fucking sucks. Like I'd probably do it again though. So, um, but like yeah, the after effect of it was just so horrible. Honestly, like one of the most painful things ever I've experienced. And yeah, I've done some other things too. So yeah, that was. Easily the worst thing. My mate uh, went home with a chick and she asked to um, handcuff him to the bed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, no, nah, I'm good. And she was like, no, come on, come on, it'll be good. Like full pressure on him. And he's like, nah, nah. And he's blind and that, but wouldn't let her do it. And she's like getting upset. And then she's like, well, fuck off then. And he walks out the room and there was a guy waiting behind the door. Oh, oh fuck! Yeah, I think it, so. It turned out like later, the this couple got done. What was happening? She'd fucking Time handcuff up. them to the bed, and old mate had come in and rape them. Fuck! Yeah. Holy. So that's shit. why, like, when you when you said fucking tied to the bed, I'm like, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I am never <laughs> letting anyone. Holy, you never reconsider my life like, <laughs> so much. Like, as I never, as, what's the worst can, that can happen? I reckon that'd be fucking. That wouldn't even. That was like, never hey. registering with me. I'll yeah. never think well, of that. Well, because they got away with it for so long as well. Because like, people are too ashamed. You would never, t- like, you'd nah. never tell anyone yeah. that happened to you. Yeah, you'd, you'd go uh, get away with it for so long. Yeah. You just be like, yeah, I got. I think the world's worst fucking rapist was a bloke just raping dudes in England. He raped like four hundred. Because no, no one fucking reported it. <laughs> fucking hell! Shit, laugh. Jesus, that's like they're that, big numbers. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big total. 
Mm. When Holy I was in uh, Port Hedland with Corey, uh, last fringe, uh, <laughs> it was uh, some dude was Nothing telling us this comes story. from being in Port Hedland with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like interviewing all these QAnon people. It was insane. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was insane, Fuck. dude. Um, but this one guy was telling us the story of his mate that um, took this chick home and as they're hooking up and like doing the deed, she... Um, kept trying to slide a finger into his ass <laughs> and he would be like no no look i'm not into that sorry and she she, she just kept going at it and stuff and like once she eventually gets like a good long whack up it <laughs> and he's just like listen if you try it again I'm, I'm gonna be leaving and then he's he's sort of going he's like feels like really weird and like eventually just shits all over her in the bed and then he in, in, is so embarrassed, runs to have a shower and all that, and then he's like, oh, I've just left her on the bed covered in my shirt. Comes out, and she's, like, rubbing herself in it. Oh, what the fuck? And he's like, because he's gone, he was like, I've never gone from, like, freaking out to, like, what the fuck are you doing? So, like, feeling sorry for someone angry. He's like, what are you doing? Like, And she's just like, oh, yeah, I meant for this. That's why I put one up your ass. I put... What up, my like, laxative? Oh! And, <laughs> and yeah, he's just like kicked her out, covered in shit and everything. Just like get out of my house. Holy fuck! <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is a. Would you shit on a chick if she asked? I don't think I could. No, I don't think I. In her bed. I don't think. But no, but it's it, it bizarre. It fucking hurts me. What do I have said yes to just because the person is like insanely attractive? Like I let a chick piss on me and then I pissed on her. It was in a shower though. Um, doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't really. It's I probably the only t- place I'd let someone yeah, potentially piss on this me. Is, I used I used to piss on players' feet in the fucking <laughs> yeah in the footy shower. <laughs> 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 So, so, of course I'd do it for the woman I love. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I no. just used to say, ha, ah, make no, sure you don't get tinnier. This, this is where the bad bit comes in. We were pissing in each other's mouths. Oh, that's a bit different. Yeah, so, like, and that's just because she was hot that I did that. Yeah. And she's so hot I'd probably do it again, even though, like, I, like I'm ashamed to say it, but, like, I felt dirty and fucking wrong afterwards. Yeah. But if she put me in the same scenario, she was so good looking, I'd say, okay. You know what's funny is, like, the actual piss isn't disgusting to me. Like, say if I was on fucking, uh, what was... Shit Joe, is a big no-no. Joe, no, Joe no. Rogan's Podcast, show. Yeah. Nah, uh, no, Survivor. Oh, something. Survivor? No, nah, no, nah, the, um, fucking... Oh, um, the first show, Fear, oh, Factor. Fear, Factor. Fear Factor. If they were like fucking fifty dollars, this chick is pissed in a cup. Yeah, drink. I would smash that. Yeah, easy. but but as soon as it becomes Maybe a sexual not a whole thing, cup. I'd be like, the Ma- fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe not. Like a I cup. do it for Joe, but <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck do you want me to do this? Well, this goes back to like. That thing we were saying earlier about, like, homophobes getting paid to abuse gay people. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, why 
I have a certain admiration for my gay friends because, like, they have to clean out their assholes and get tested <laughs> constantly and things like that because they're at a higher risk of, like, STDs and things like that. Like, that fucking... I admire them to a point because the level of commitment and logistics they go through just to fuck is, like, astounding. Yeah, I wash my dick in the shower and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to, like, clean their assholes, get tested, be on prep. They, they do all of this shit just so that they can fuck. And it's like, hats off to you. I've never worked that hard for a route in my life. It's incredible. Yeah, but, but it's checks and balances, though, because they're working that hard for the prep. Yeah. Right. But then they're just walking into a gay club. And then, getting, they, getting then they're getting a rope. Yeah. Whereas you're not, you're not doing any of the prep work, but then the fucking... The challenge is at the, the cha- club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty rough, like, coming like home from the club. They're going to get a rope. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming Grinder must be, like, the easiest game to play. <laughs> <laughs> if you shaved your balls and didn't get laid that, like, at the club, yeah. you'd be pretty upset going home. Yeah, like like <laughs> you put in the prep. like grinders like playing on fucking super easy level. Yeah, Tinder is uh, like max difficulty. Oh, I would assume so. Yeah, no, that che- that logic checks out. That logic checks out. But um, and then women are probably like just a level below on everything. Like they got to put in more prep than a, a straight dude. Probably less than a gay, gay guy. Dude. But then. To get laid is probably slightly easier than a gay dude, I'd reckon. You reckon easier? No, I don't no, reckon. No, hundred percent easier because it's like you. It's like I've got to have enough gay friends and been around enough gay people to see gay dudes get rejected, and like they 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 do end up rejecting each other. I have never seen a woman. If if a woman wants a route, she will get one. Yeah, she will find a man who is willing to fuck her. Yeah. That's like, it's not, it's not like a woman can get on Tinder and get a route in 10 minutes. That's true. Like, I'm not, yeah, it would. It's not like. Yeah, the whole theory. And I don't hold it. It's fucked theory. The theory is fucked. I don't hold it against them. I don't hold it against them, but it's like, yeah, the the, the power to, like, the the power ratio of it is is out of this world in terms of, like, opportunity to effort. Yeah, I I do find it funny when, like, you see on. Some of the Instagram things of chicks like bragging about how many bodies they've got. It's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. if you want to rack up numbers, you you got to rack up numbers. Exactly. It's like, and this is a sad, unfortunate thing to say for some women, but dudes will fuck a woman on a dare. Yeah. Girls yeah. won't fuck a dude on a dare. Or if you feel bad for them, like if a girl yeah. if a girl tries to fuck you, and you're like. Try, this far. You're trying to tell them no, but then they try really hard. Yeah. It's just easier to have sex with them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> That's oh, how I lost oh, my bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anyone I ever wanted to fuck, but it yeah. was like, if it gets me out of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Shall we go into plugs and wrap up? We're at an hour and 30. Yeah. All right. Um, Sunday slouches. I'm glad we finished with me fucking a fatty for my v- V-card. You didn't yeah, say she was fat till just then. <laughs> we've, all, we've all fucked a fat chick. Yeah. God bless them. You need them. Oh, well, oh, oh, you, you, if you haven't, Squirrely, you've got to pay your dues. I was just thinking for a <laughs> nah, nah, chick. Chick. 
No, but so Sunday slashes every Sunday at 7.30. BYO food venue um, at the 21st Amendment Bar in Leaderville. Um, Sean Frenero and I are doing comedy at the factory. We plug every room we do. I will not be at the uh, windmill this Friday, as I said that I was last episode. Um, someone has smashed their face at work, and now I have to cover their shift. Um, but uh, that is okay. Um, we got other shows coming up later in the month. I will let you know. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, you can find me just out on the street being a nuisance, weirding people out. And nice. that's about it. Yeah, uh, Chumming Up Podcast, Quill Dog One, Instagram. Um, I'm doing heaps of shows in the next month, but you probably won't look it up, so fuck ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on and being part of the episode. Um, and fuck Martin for planning these things. I hate that guy. Yeah. Fuck him. I hate him too at this point. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. strangle him with his own flannel. Fuck me. It, he, every sing, it, he needs to get back on the dole and become unemployed again. Fucking hell. Well, or ma- like just go harder at this so you got Patreon and then... Or, <sighs> or you know, become unemployable because yeah. of what he says and then you won't have to worry about a job. Just get him sacked. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, but it's traffic control. It's going to be pretty hard. To yeah, work. that's true. Yeah. Most people are on meth. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, thank you for listening to the most unlistenable podcast uh, again. Bye. Lads. Thank you.